Hello and welcome to the Design Versus Podcast, a show where a designer puts forward his topic of choice and gets his guests to debate it for half an hour or so, and nobody wins. For this first and hopefully not cancelled episode, this topic is about creativity. Is design and creativity the same thing? And what actually makes someone creative? Also, do design, designers really colour in for a living? I'm your host, Bill Alpadia, and joining me for this episode, she's our marketing coordinator with a huge obsession with cats. It's Molly Johnson. Hello. How's it going, Molly? You all right? It's all right. It's better now well? that I have a, a coffee. Got a coffee? Coffee. Yeah. I got my cola at about 11 a.m. in the morning. Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, Molly, how creative do you consider yourself to be? That's a hard one because on my good days, I'd definitely say I'm a solid like yeah. 8.5. Um, but I don't like to say I'm creative because I feel like it puts more pressure on you. I feel like once you say that you're creative, that as soon as it's like an event or um, you need to write some copy for an email, everyone looks at you. And if you fail and you don't, you know, create something that blows people's minds, then you feel a little bit like, oh, okay, I'm yeah. not as creative as I thought I was. Today, I'm feeling a solid six. You're feeling a solid six today. So yeah. it goes by a daily, daily thing, does it? Yeah. Yeah. I think that for me is probably about right I'd, t- I'd say even for me seven eight sometimes if it's on a bad day could be well between the ones and twos you know do you not uh, do you point. not feel that the number seven is just a horrible number if you rate something a seven it just feels so like it's just the worst number i don't know maybe seven's a lucky number though it is but when say like you have a meeting you know like how we rate our l10s we rate our meetings yeah if someone rates it a seven i can't oh i just feel like this pain inside my soul we get it mixed up with the scale because it's like on a scale of one to ten how stressed out are you in our uh, l10 <laughs> and then it's uh, on a scale of one to ten how good do you feel at the same time and we're like oh yeah i'm a 10 on the stress and i'm a 10 on the other thing oh so you're stressed out <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants to be stressed <laughs> especially when you're a creative um exactly i think that's the thing like you've you've got a creative background uh, obviously uh, me being a designer we've got a creative background but the assumption here is that you know creativity is our thing yeah but it's it's not it's 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 just a small part of it, I guess. Um, a lot of our job, um, I used to write um, a lot more than I do now, obviously, but writing and designing are yeah. both skills, but they are like progressed by having creativity. I think that the problem is when you put, like I said, too much pressure on being creative, you sort of, you, you're not creative anymore. No. If, especially if there's a tough deadline, or there's something that you really need to get done, or it's it's something that's been done a thousand times before, yeah. and you have this tiny little scope to do something different. If you put that much pressure on yourself, I don't feel like it's a good environment to be very creative. No, absolutely not. And that's where we end up getting the mental blocks. You know, just whether you're a writer, whether you're a designer, um, even an artist. You know, that that creativity it's 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 fueled by the ideas and 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 thoughts that we've got but we as the uh specialist in that field we're the ones executing it is is, is what we're, we're we're doing um so how do we how do we define creativity then what is creativity how can one be creative i think is the question i think that everyone's born 
creative or at least with you know a creativity in mind but as you grow up I think it's kind of it's like pushed out of us a little because we have to think in a one-track way we have to decide our future we have to you know go to school and, and do things a certain way that you forget that creativity and that mindset of being a child and being all imaginative I think that it's hard to continue to be creative when you're in a job and you do the same thing day in and day out. And for me, that's the, the hardest thing, is being creative when I do the same things all the time. What can I do differently? What, what, what is there out there that I can take inspiration from? Yeah. And so I guess it's very fundamentals. For me, it's a, like it's emotion. Yeah. Creativity it, is an emotion. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's like a trend almost a, a way of life because um you know look at pablo picasso one of the one of the great quotes that he said that he, you know, i'm not going to quote it exactly because i don't remember things that well but he said something along the lines of that it didn't take him as much time to learn to become an artist but it took him forever to learn how to draw as a child again yeah and that for me is obviously the key thing there that you know me myself being a designer that my creativity has been fr with me throughout all, all my life and, you know, keeping in touch with that um, inner creative and, and keep constantly drawing, keep constantly making things. I can't sit still without sort of wanting to jump onto a sketchbook or something that keeps me and my hands moving and working. Um, as a designer, you know, that's a, an essential part of my life on a regular basis, whereas for someone else who's... Uh, been training to become a doctor or a lawyer or something creativity is still with them they're just not conscious of that and they, they, they tend to sort of forget that they're in a imagination from from their childhood yeah. look at lego lego is one of the biggest things that uh, inspires us to continue to be creative and think creatively um, one of the key things about creativity it's solving problems that yeah. as, as a designer uh, we constantly solve problems um, and even as a writer, you've got a problem to solve. You've got to meet these personas and try and get the, the language of tone in, in the right level to, so that people can associate with it and understand it. That, that to me, is what, you know, creativity gets manipulated in towards is, is what we as these specialists are doing. Um, it's, it's strange because uh, Albert Einstein said something similar where creativity is intelligence, having fun. You know, so that that element of creativity is whether it is from our childhood to up until this point. There's still elements of it where you might even be sat like you, you and I are now having a conversation and coming up with some random thoughts and ideas that come into our heads. That's still creativity, in my opinion. There's scope for creativity in, in every job and in every industry and in every career path, I find. Um, what we might not necessarily think is creative, like the strategists, for example, the, the account managers who look after the clients and they are responsible for the strategy and, um, and client comms and things like that. We are, are the creatives. Yeah. We are, you know, we were called the creatives for, for so long. But what we've neglected, I think, is the fact that the strategists are creative in their own right. They're creating ideas and campaigns out of just keywords and they are responsible for creating three-month campaigns and and that's you know that's creative in its own right and not only that but then taking the results and the data and putting it in a visual way of which of can be ingested by 
us who don't really interact with that side, yeah. the client, they're super busy. And um, even then to put it into something that we might win an award with, which is what we've done as well. Yeah. So I think where we might not see creativity, that's their bread and butter, creating campaigns. We're just a small part of that, but we're the deli- like the deliverable, aren't we? So yeah, exactly. I, you know, when I used to write, we needed to take something that was maybe quite niche or a difficult technical sort of subject and then make it interesting and engaging and something that the persona would actually want to read. And then I might write a huge, massive 12-pager um, e-book in docs, in a G-doc, mm. and then I hand that over to you, Bill, and I can't imagine how you would feel needing to see all this and being like, Shizen. Yeah. <laughs> I have to make this I have to make this into a beautiful um ebook that is not only gonna represent the brand well and use all the colours, but it's actually gonna be fun for you to do as well. Yeah. Um going back to what you said just a second ago regarding the, the strategist getting involved with the creative process too though. Um we we would and we still do uh, at times we get in a room, um, and it won't just be creative. It'll be uh, SEO. It'll be uh, uh, social, and we'd all be in a room brainstorming for campaigns. Uh, it's something we did a lot of. Um, so, when you're putting all these different individuals together in a room, you're putting a huge sort of think tank together to come up with a solution. Because we as individuals every day are constantly solving uh, problems and issues that we might be having. Um, and a problem shared is a problem halved, and that's where the creativity is. It thrives off collaboration. Yeah. There's so many different people and ideas and backgrounds that exist in that one room that it would be hard not to find something to to work on or something to improve or something to execute. Yeah. Someone comes up with an idea not just from, uh, from, you know, researching. It comes from conversation. Yeah. It comes from everywhere. That's that's creativity is almost like oxygen that you <laughs> imagine the cavemen back in the day who came up with the idea of uh, the wheel of fire, uh, yeah. the discovery side of it. It's creativity's in there. It's historic. It's timeless. It's constantly working. Even right now, you know, creativity is being sparked through just what we can see next. The environment that we're in is, you know, it's creative. Yeah. Us doing a podcast is creative. I yeah. think that it's wrong to, or a common misconception that to be creative is to create something new. I, I think that's wrong. There's so many other things you can take inspiration from. And I think what is truly creative is taking something that has been done so many times before and putting your own spin on it, which I imagine doing a lovely six-page ebook is is what you're most familiar with. Yeah. How how do you feel when, you know, maybe someone hasn't given you much direction and where do you go from there? You need cool. to create something beautiful that's branded. Yeah. Where do, how do you approach that? I know that you've done some videos in the past. Maybe we can, like, put a little, like, clip or something. We'll put a link to the Better Briefs video that I made. Yeah, uh, we'll link put in a the description below. Snippet. We'll put a little yeah. snippet in here. Um, no, it's a good question. And as I say... Um, when you've got little or nothing to go off, uh, you're digging um, Do you feel like that, for information. that hinders your creativity almost because the scope is so wide. It's like, 
where do you even begin? You've got so many decisions you could make. But if someone said this or that or what about that, it helps you. You know, sort the, of biggest, the, cogs turning. the biggest uh, phrase that comes out of the back of that is what I said earlier was you're the creative one. You come up with it. Mm. You figure it out. Oh, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> I'll just pull it out of thin air. Like, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> um, conversations, talking to people, getting uh, as much insightful information as you can. Reading the content is one thing, but someone who explains it to you and, and shares their thoughts and opinions on the subject too yeah. helps to uh, elevate the uh, opportunity for design too. Um, which, by the way, again, the design execution is that. That's the process that I'll be going through. That I'm reading through the content and picking out the key information and stats. But creativity um, is nothing without so design is nothing without creativity. Yeah. If there's ever a quote from this, like, creativity is key for design. Yeah. Um, that, that for me, without the, the correct um, plan that, you know, nobody ever gives you a, a, an ebook and says, hey, we want you to just put an ebook together, go for it, you just put some pictures and things in there, make it look, make it pop. I'm pretty sure I've done that before. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've given you a D22, some content and I've gone just make, make it look good below yeah look that's nice. when that's when I want to throw me. my Mac out well mm. uh, throw the Mac out of the window I won't <laughs> no, do such thing uh, <laughs> but um, yeah that, the, the designers and anyone in the creative department and again you know how, how you know how would you handle that because you, nobody just says to you we need to write about a topic for computers or IT which by the way, is you know one of the hardest topics for me to sort of design SAS. for because I bet SAS is so hard to it's concepts. How do you design a concept? That's why we've been doing a lot of um, animation, I guess, for for things like SAS companies because it's easier to get across what they want to sort of achieve. Exactly. And the processes and it's designing that. Where do we even begin? Well, we use the word jargon and mundane, mundane, mundane. Uh, isn't obviously a, a light sort of word to use when we're talking about a, a subject in itself, but jargon is like the, the, the topic of what uh, you're, our... You're making like complex ideas and processes yeah. into something that can be easily consumed by someone just watching a 30-second animation, and that is, that's like we're always art. Yeah, well, we're always putting our um, minds into the reader, into the person looking at whatever deliverables we're creating and that um that's where you know uh, personally me myself when i when i when i go on wikipedia for something i do that thing where you go on the simple english translation <laughs> which yeah. makes it all easy for me to understand uh, is is how i go about designing in itself if you can make something sim if you can make a complex topic or idea easier to consume why not Right. Why not? We do that with writing all the time. Yeah. We, you know, we get given. Some clients might give. It, well, that's the point. We're we're the experts. If a client gives us massive four four page writing, the the scrolls of a madman, like the CEO just sat there and he he. This is sort of implied knowledge. He he might think everyone knows the same thing as he does. Yeah. We have to take that and turn it into a thousand word blog that, you know, the persona who might not know that much no. can read. And you have to, in your design um, processes and your, your art, you have to, something that is so hard, like, like 
AI, how do you go about design, designing <laughs> artificial intelligence? Yeah, and that's, that's a challenge. Now that's, that's where design, writers, artists, musicians, all these people in the creative industry uh, are coming in. There's a, there's a list that I wanted to run through actually that I, I found. Um, it, I, I just, when I click on this website, it's 20 signs you're a creative person. Right. Um, I'm probably going to take three of those things because, yeah, I'm not feeling very creative today, but I, um, do you um, want to um, run through um, them? But we are creatives, right? We are, by, right? by name. We, we, we promise nature. we are creatives, like, but this is not to say that... If you don't, yeah, if, it's not to say that if you don't take this off that you're not a creative. It's yeah. just, this is, is this a reputable site? It's like a BuzzFeed quiz. It's blogs, I... I'm not the biggest blog guy. Yeah, <laughs> but okay. It's a lovely little list to call. That's all you need to know. The first thing on the list says you have an authority problem. That I have an, a problem with authority. Yeah. P- probably some deep-rooted childhood that we can explore on a different podcast. But I mean, what it is, it, they've written you have an authority problem, but there's a bit of text to back yeah, it up. Yeah, so it says it creative types don't always get along well with management because they would rather march to the beat of their own drum. Um, Goodness me. Um, I'll let Ricky answer that one. Um. I mean, you, you say that, but then a footballer might have an authority problem, uh, you know. Um, so. I, I don't think I have an authority problem. I think I have a, you know, like when you're so, when you're creative and you want to produce something, but you've yeah. got like creative frustration. Yeah, 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 exactly. I, I get frustrated and maybe that is seen as like having a problem, but it's more like, it's my own, that's my own challenge that I need to like, fight through. Yeah. Um, whether you, where um, you've got some vision or idea for what you want, but then someone else comes in and says, no. Yeah. It, you know, a good example of that is maybe clients. When you, I've taken a blog in a different way, yeah. that, you know, it, it might be a bit more conversational or yeah. it might be set out in a different way. It might be really image heavy. And they've gone, no, we don't like this. And I'm like, but. Me and as you know, a, an expert in that industry, I'm telling you that it's yeah. it's going to work just fine, and it's <laughs> going to be great. And but you can't argue with the client. No. You know, no, you, no. you've got to say to them, "We, uh, yeah. yes, I understand. Maybe next time." I mean, ultimately, we get paid to do it. So. Yeah, they're paying, and it, you know, that's it is what it is. I guess that's you know, you know, coming away from this list for a second, but that's the hindrance of creativity that they uh, have a vision as well. They have an idea that we've got to work towards and. Exactly, but again, saying that the the client is creative. The client, the clients have got a, a creative mind about what they've they've got envisioned. Definitely, we that, have to then execute that. That's why they they worked with the marketing agency in the first place. Yeah, because they have all these creative visions, or maybe maybe they have the creativity, but they don't have the means to execute it. Exactly. And do. Um, but yeah, looking at these items, I'll I'll, I'll go through a few. Let's maybe. go through I mean, a few more. Yeah. Is so. You have a hard time relating with people, but that could be, I mean... I disagree, because I'm somebody who needs to relate to the persona in my writing, or yeah. when I'm marketing for D22, I've got, to, I've got to relate to who's going to be looking at it. I'm the marketer looking at this content, mm. and so are they, so... I mean, I... I feel like I'm so, em- like, I've got so much empathy within me that it's like, a, that's a hindrance in itself. I have empathy, but I don't like people. <laughs> So that's an awkward thing. So well, well, that was pretty nice having me on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still doing this right yeah. now. Um, 
One of them says you like to solve problems. I love I love a good problem solve. Actually, I think if I'm being honest, I love bringing problems more than I love solving them. Um, but I always say to everyone, whoever brings me like a challenge, I'm like, bring me a solution, not a problem, because yeah. it becomes my problem then. <laughs> and I, I love solving them, and I love getting people's ideas yeah. and being collaborative on a problem. Solving them by yourself is no fun. Yeah, I guess so. A problem shared is a problem hard, though. Exactly, as what we said before. Yeah. Um, you are your own worst critic. I am, 100%, and I know you are as well. This <laughs> podcast, I just want to tell you, has been a long time in the making because Bill <laughs> is his own worst critic. He's a perfectionist. I hate myself. <laughs> That's why I don't do things. He's insanely talented, but he won't ever admit that. But it's been a long time coming, and I'm so glad it's happening now. I mean, the guy here wrote, <laughs> to be fair, co- coincidentally, this is why I refuse to read my own old blogs and articles. So I don't refuse to read mine. I think my old stuff is probably better. <laughs> I'll watch my video clip of this podcast for a few seconds and hate my own voice and think, I'm mm. tuning out. <laughs> so, um, you are so talented. This isn't, this isn't you know, praise Bella podcast, but you are very talented and I know you're your own worst critic. And many a time when we have sat there and I've had a piece of content that I've written You've had a brief that's a bit lacklustre and we've needed to come together to create something beautiful. And how many times have we done something that's been great? great? I can't mention any client names, but we had the education, real estate, the fancy beds. The fancy beds. The fancy beds. Yeah. I don't think Adrian minds it. Yeah. <laughs> the From fancy Re- beds. Revival beds brochure. Like, it all looks, yeah. it, it looks great when we come together. Well, well, well thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'll always say, as a creative as well, though, I am my own worst enemy in that instance. And I think, I think we all be. are, though. Yeah. yeah. And I guess that's why this is on the list, you know. Um, just, I'm going to flick through the rest of these because I don't want to uh, delve too long in them. But you ask yourselves a lot of questions. You carry a notebook everywhere you go. I don't carry a notebook everywhere I go, but I do have a sketchbook. There you go. She's got Pikachu on with her. Oh, it's my lovely mole skin. I think it's mole a Pokemon s- one. It is. It's Pokemon mole skin. Mm. I think. I think that's like, you know, that's a sign of a creative when there you've got you go. a nice little mole skin in your back. You've got to be gimmicky. You've got to be weird in some way. I mean. Do you think? I think so. Mm. I really design. I think weird. that's just us. Dave's weird, isn't he? Da- Dave's a. He won't Dave. mind me saying that. Dave's Dave. Yeah. I wonder if we can oh, have Dave, like though. Dave popping up or something. On the just a picture of Dave. <laughs> yeah, just a picture of yeah. Dave. This is Dave. <laughs> yep, that's Dave. Look at him. Um, you find beauty in the ordinary. Hmm. Hmm. I'd like to think I think that like artistically and aesthetically, but I mean, if it looks bad, I'm probably going to say it looks bad. I'm not. You, you know, like the the sandwich when you're like, I like this part. This could do with a little bit more of that, or uh, and that's great as well. The, yeah. the compliment sandwich or whatever. I always see like I've been told I was beige with my diet. I've got a beige diet. A beige a diet. Beige Nobody diet. wants to be told they've got a beige diet. No, but <laughs> then I, I actually think about it. Like, I do love seeing a good picture of a burger with the sauce and everything in there. But yeah. I just have the burger with no salad, no sauce. So that <laughs> is beige. Beige diet. Nobody. Beige that's diet. the worst. Like insult I've ever heard. It's like a beige diet. I mean, and everyone's got a bit of beige in them, just like they've got a bit of creativity in them. Bit of beige. So, uh, you are numb to rejection. No, rejection. I've feared like instinctively. I think yeah. everyone fears. Re- You've sent a beautiful ebook to a client and they they don't like it below. Are you worried about that? Are you, are you not going to hurt you? I used to you? care. I used to. But it's not that I don't care that they don't like it. It's creativity 
is an opportunity to improve as well. So um, with uh, Bilal, old Bilal can't answer the phone right now because new improved Bilal who doesn't care about you know rejection what? is right. here. I will like, say <laughs> this. I will say this. Um, I got Jack Kendall. Right. Right. He's our he's our head strategist. Right. He he HubSpot consultant manager. Specifically. Specifically. He, he has this joke with me where I design something and he really likes it. He'll look at it and say, "That's the Spot twenty. On. That's twenty nineteen Bilal." That's 2019. What's well. wrong? What's why? What's the 2019 significance? That was that was my year. Was that, it? That was I, I started that year. That was my prime. You, you started in that year. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. you, there's some there's some influence there. Uh, <laughs> there's every, some influence. every every time um, every time I design something that's not quite, you know, it's like uh, this is post COVID below. This is not. I I think your stuff's only improved. I'm gonna be honest. I think it's not the. 2019 Bilal is, you know, we can't hold him up to this pedestal. I just think we had maybe more exciting things to design. Creativity doesn't die. It doesn't. It doesn't. It just has a hibernation period. That's why I despise the joke, 2019 Bilal. But... There's nothing, you know, I've seen you grow as a designer. I've only been here, like, well, two and a half years only. But um, I've seen, you know, the 2019 stuff we did, If it's night and day to what we do now. Yeah. And I don't think it's any comparison. I think it's just growth. Creativity is progress. There, yeah, there it is. Um, I've been here four years. I joined this company, you know, with little experience and now look at us. Yeah, thriving, absolutely thriving. How many of us now? Like forty-five. Too many. <laughs> Too many. Too many. No. Of us. <laughs> growth is good. It's more opportunities. It's you know, more clients coming in wanting bigger and better things. It's Jonathan offering a podcast service it's you doing animation and helping out with that like yeah. it's 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 collaboration correct creativity is collaboration as well um quick fire let's do it you understand the power of atmosphere yes or no yes look at this atmosphere we're in right now <laughs> we're in an old mill surrounded by like locomotive parts it, it, like i'm feeling it i feel like i could be Ernest Hemingway right now just like, <laughs> like i'm in my creative zone you think most people have poor taste? I, mm, I don't think people have poor taste. I th- I think I have probably have poor taste. I wouldn't be a creative if to. Uh, I wouldn't be a creative rather if I didn't think people had poor taste. I I, I think I can admit to myself that I have poor taste, but. I can definitely recognise when somebody else is like, oh, ooh, like, we're not talking about clients, right? No, 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 that, no. That would be not about clients. That would be bad. We love you. Yeah. Um, I, just, <laughs> I just mean that, like, you know, if someone wants something done a certain way, that's maybe a bit like yeah. outdated or garish or just a little bit like been done before. Do you are you a people watcher? You're you're a people watcher. Do you not love a bit of voyeurism, like just sitting somewhere in like a coffee? When I say it out loud, it sounds weird, but <laughs> Jonathan's laughing behind the camera. Just like going and sitting in a coffee shop and watching other people, uh. you can, you know, and do you ever play that game where you make up like a, like a narrative between two people? They're like, oh, they're definitely divorced and like they've just been to couples therapy and now they're having to like deal with each other over a cup of coffee and they're like not looking at each other. Do you ever create those stories? Mm. Not that, but... It's very in-depth. I want to know about... I'm telling you about the childhood. I'm telling you about, the, the, you know, the day they got married. Yeah. I, I get told that I stare a lot, which is just me when, you know... I, th- I don't know if that's just, like, a really... 
Indian thing that we sort of stare. Do you stare? Like I don't think I've noticed it that much. Uh, good because I don't stare a lot. That's that'd be creepy. Anyway, uh, you would. <laughs> but I do. I do observe people in 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 a in a passive way that you know you can sort of. You'd like to take it in. Yeah, exactly. Are you in it for the money? Am I in it for the money? Uh, no creative can say that. Whether you are and like think of people who are just starting out as artists, they're never in it for the money because yeah. they're in it for the creative outlet, you know. And as creative roles go. If you versus like academic roles, I yeah. know there's no difference really because they both have, you know, key parts of each other. But if you have a creative role versus academic role, you wouldn't be in a creative role if you were in it for the money. No, absolutely not. No, no. It, it, you know, it's just the nature of the job. You, you're in it because you love it and you're passionate about creating something that people enjoy. Yeah, the motivation for me was the progress. For example, seeing where I was to where I am now, seeing yeah. something fruition and, and how this company, for example, has come from where it was to, I joined this company when there was 12 people. Now there's, like you said, you know, 49, 50 plus. Uh, so, you know, this list is really difficult to go through without going into debt for each one. There's like seven questions left. Right. Hopefully we can say Quick yes and fire. no. Yeah. You experience emotions, highs and lows. Yes. You seek inspiration. Yes, all the time. Like I said previously, um, it's so naive to think that creativity is creating something new when there's so many wonderful inspiration everywhere you go. So yes. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, you have an interesting sense of humour. Yeah, I would. I'll let Jonathan answer that's that. A, Jonathan's nodding behind the camera. That's right. a yes. Okay. 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 <laughs> Jonathan approves. Yeah. Right. Okay. You evolve like a boss. Evolve like like a um, like a Pokemon. Like a boss. I don't think I I don't think I evolve like a boss. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Like girl boss energy. Um, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be honest. I don't evolve like a boss. No. I evolve. I I like evolve. A, I yeah. I'm constantly <laughs> just like. You become I'm, a machine in the end. Yeah like, yeah. I just yes. I evolve. What's something that hasn't really changed over the years? Like a cockroach. <laughs> Because they haven't really changed. I mean, they're the same as they was like years ago. They're very resilient though, and I respect that for them with their little shells. So you know, there's that one where you uh, you think people have poor taste. Maybe is that is that related? But I think people I have poor taste yeah. as a cockroach myself. <laughs> uh, you have I said this one. You hate stereotypes? Did um, I, say that? I don't think, I I don't think there's anything I'm wrong with stereotypes. Yeah, maybe this list. I think whoever's made this list has tried really hard to pinpoint who a creative is, but I don't think it's that cookie cutter. I think a creative is is so wildly unique in itself. Yeah. How do you define that? Like, this is what we're trying to do, but I don't yeah. think you can really define it. You almost, you almost think. Uh, creativity is just as subjective as the actual person doing the de the creative yeah. work is uh, design um, writing all that yeah uh, i'm not going to carry on this list there's only three left but mm. sorry but this list uh, did not quite do it for it me. did not pass the vibe check i didn't feel like i was passing the creativity check either no i feel like it was kind of putting a damper on it like do you have a problem with authority maybe but does that mean I'm not creative? I don't know. Do you, do you have to be within the creative industry uh, to be a creative? Um, I think it helps. <laughs> but I, like I said, 
you can be an academic and approach situations creatively or you know solve problems creatively like doctors creating you know new ways to do like heart surgery and stuff like that. that's pretty creative like yeah. how, you know even stuff that we might not assume is creative like artificial intelligence or like robot process automation those words don't sound very creative but yeah. the things that we needed to do to achieve those the execution yeah, yeah the execution is very creative we wouldn't you know have thought about that 20 years ago you could quoting uh, my uh, design lead here but you teach a man to fish feed his family for weeks or something like that okay I, I can never remember what he says Dave. give a man a fish he'll feed his family for like what a day and then like teach him how to fish he feeds it forever That's I don't know. Jonathan do you know the quote ah. oh <laughs> I'm not very religious I am but yeah but not that one <laughs> uh well not that kind of <laughs> no. um what I'm trying to say there is like with uh, I'm looking at you person watching this video uh you can also be a creative uh you guys are looking like i'm look, no i'm looking at this camera this is uh, my camera oh well i can't even see that camera anyway i was saying that um i'm looking at you because you can obviously be taught how to execute like that's the whole point okay. of it. well if that's the case give me one tip on how someone can foster that creativity or rather how you maybe there's a takeaway from how you do it there's principles so uh it hear me out right the, I'm listening the creativity the, the the passion the drive of what you think is an idea yeah then you sort of stumble and stop and block yourself and say well actually how do I execute that the execution comes from understanding your principles so for a designer it could be uh the balance the repetition the hierarchy of whatever we're creating yeah. whether it's a website or an ebook and you know you, you could say yourself from from a writer's perspective what the principles are from writing how to translate from creativity and make it into a tangible uh, medium you know something yeah. that people can actually get their hands on um, teaching people those principles and the execution it's just like Harry Potter where they're all magicians and they're all wizards uh, you're a wizard Harry um, but they're being taught how to some of them that. are like dirty half-blood muggles though and that's their own problem i guess <sighs> yeah a lot of people a lot of people are muggles <laughs> but yeah that's 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 my take on how 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 you would um start at the very fundamentals the basics the foundations yeah. and once you get that established then it's the experience and trying to keep practicing that on once you've mastered basis. that start bit i guess you can only move from exactly from there. exactly and that's that's what for me that's why I think anyone who's creative, um, anyone who thinks they've got some creativeness inside them, be it small or little, it's a, uh, be it small or large, it's yeah. a scale, it, but that scale is defined by the, the actual thing that they want to become. Yeah. That anyone could then become a designer or an artist or a musician or a writer. That there's no limitations with I what I think you've you got to be passionate about it. And if you've got... If you like it, If yeah. you're passionate about it, then I guess there's there's nothing really stopping you yeah, from working exactly. on it and progressing. And that's why I said originally that I think that creativity is an emotion and also a skill that you can develop. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's surrounding yourself with other creatives. Um, in the office right now, we have a seating plan and I reckon 
on your side when you've got the devs and designers all together. I reckon that's a hub of just ideas being batted around and creativity and same with all the content team being, you know, plopped together. Mm. I think that, you know, one of us shout an idea out and it's implemented or someone else has an opposing idea that might just work and yeah. it's putting the creatives together. I think that's when you really understand what it means to be a creative. See, I would argue in some capacity that if we're all creatives deep down in our hearts that even a mixture of different people at a desk is still just as creative as a bunch of creatives uh, from the significant background. Yeah. Uh, Which might even open up for more creativity actually if somebody is coming at it at such a different angle. Because you've got angle. different personas, you've got different, different perspectives. Like, if I'm at the desk with Christian uh, from PPC, from like PPC yeah. uh, and with Tom Cross or Mary from Social yeah. or um, from Content Team, so mix those people up onto one desk, you've still got yourself a, a think tank there, like a bunch of different backgrounds. Uh, it's, yeah, it's so underrated. Having so many different perspectives in a business can only prove good things. I was at a business before this place that, you know, said that I, I hate, like the creative director, the director said that I hate seeing uh, people from the same de department in one place that seen a variety of different people. This is why we, we do sometimes do the planning hubs uh, where we put well, the, yeah, different we, people together to come up with some, some solutions. Yeah, it, it does work because we have different ideas and different, like you said, backgrounds and perspectives coming together to create something. Mm. I, for me personally, I just thrive when I'm with other people who are on... From the same background? Yeah, either thinking the same things as me or yeah. can bring something that I might not have thought of in my own sort of department. And I know that's sometimes limiting, but I don't know. I, I just That's how I prefer to work. Let me tell you something. Some of the creative logos that I've executed yeah. aren't my own ideas. They come from other people and say, oh, what if you did this? So what if you just take my job and just do it yourself? How does that sound? That outside of that, <laughs> that someone being able to step back and look at that though is that's valuable in its in itself. Like yeah. me wandering over and being like, "What about that, Bilal?" Or like you know, you might I when someone does that to my work, I feel yeah. a little bit at the start. I'm kind of like because I'm a creative and I'm like, oh, "Why is this? Why is someone coming over and pretending that they know what's going on?" But then yeah. I'm like, "Actually, that's a really good idea," and that might be the that might be the authoritative problem that we talked about. I think so. <laughs> but that, but in hindsight, that list actually might be all right. <laughs> we'll never we'll, we'll never, never agree know. on that though. Yeah. Um, it's 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 a tough one because de design in itself, you know, creativity can't thrive without it. Can't thrive without it in content. Yeah. So. Creativity in itself is the key part of our daily goings, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think um, the, the, the only misconception here is that we don't want people to think that you have to be that creative uh, background. Yeah. Like you don't have to be an artist to be creative. I think... You can be whatever... You can be whatever, and I think coming into... An agency like Digital Twenty Two, the environment is fostering creativity anyway. So oh yeah, absolutely. You might come yeah. in and be like, "Oh, I'm not 
creative in the eye. I hear so many people who are like, I'm not creative, I'm academic. Yeah. And then, sorry, I just hit the spoon. And if someone comes in like, I'm not, you know, I'm not creative. But when they're in that environment and they are talking to other people who are actively always thinking of new ideas, yeah. it's infectious. And they're also going to pick up on that as well. And I think it's it's nice when you can when you can have a work somewhere like that, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I couldn't agree uh, more. Uh, I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree. He couldn't agree, guys. I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more. Uh, uh, This is the Design Versus podcast. Yeah. And this is how we go. We don't agree. Yeah. Um, I wanted to end things with anything that you would like to debate, just off the bat. Has there anything been on your mind that you think, what do you think of that? Hit me with your best thing to debate me, uh, debate about. Um, I was going to do the, is Jaffa cake a cake or a biscuit? Because... Which it, which it obviously isn't. It's a biscuit. It is? It is a biscuit because we looked it up. Basically, it's something to do with the VAT. Um, and Jonathan's nodding. Um, it, to be, a cake is like, is classed as a, like an essential item or something, wasn't it? So it doesn't have VAT on it. But because it's a biscuit, it does have VAT on it. And it's in the biscuit aisle, is it? So a Jaffa cake is a biscuit, or it's class as one, but I wasn't going to talk about that. I was going to talk about, um, I'm throwing you off course here, you'd look terrified. Um, what do you think about sort of tools like Canva and... Oh. Ha- <laughs> tools like Canva, um, do you think they help creativity or do you think they hinder them because they already give you like templates, they spit templates at you, and you're like, oh, I could just drag and drop. Do you think that hinders or helps creativity for people who might not be like... Oh, you've, you've really gone there. All right, okay. I went there. <laughs> uh, I couldn't really care too much about Canva because... Do you think it's, it's good? It's a good tool or... <laughs> it's for, a tool. For maybe people who aren't designers and are just like in-house or, you know, need to get a social post out... Well, we've got designers in-house for that reason. Say you're uh, someone who... (laughs) It's a debate that we always have in-house sometimes, you know. But you're someone who is, you know, a a marketing manager and you don't have the luxury of having experts in every field like we do as an agency. And you're needing to, you know, do emails and you're needing to do video. You need to do everything. You don't have the luxury that we have. And Canva is your only vice. Do you think you should continue to use Canva because it's easy and you can just quickly put templates together? Or do you feel like it's a good opportunity to learn how, like, the principles of design rather than just relying on a tool? Because it's a tool, uh, it's more about the principles of design there. And I think that's where we sort of do the leg up and try and help by providing pre-made templates ourselves from a design software other than Canva uh, because we've got not got that limitation and we can do whatever hell we want right mm. uh, in canva you you get set limitations so that that for me hinders whoever else is going to put a, an yeah. asset together in, in canva um so when when you look at it i would say that it is good and it isn't good it's good for when you have preset templates that the designers offered and then creates assets that yeah that is related to your brand not just like the willy-nilly templates that exactly exactly and then 
exercising the like I'll be honest like nine times out of ten most of the things that I create as assets come across quite well afterwards when social team or uh, even yourself um, you, when you put something together in camera there'll be the odd times where the alignment might be off but me being a designer might just you're be gonna, saying that yeah, you're gonna and pick I'll up say on that, that because that's deep down I have a designer OCD that's inside me and yeah. saying that oh, the font's too big no the kerning's too close yeah. no what, what are you doing you, you, are you mad yeah. like, uh, that's not how you but me as a marketer who's putting that together and other marketers are going to see it they probably won't see that exactly yeah. so it's great it's got its benefits there's well. benefits there's pros and cons but at the end of it Nobody wins. Nobody wins. And that is... Except Canva. Capitalists. That is. <laughs> the capitalist wins. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, for me, is there any other business or... No, I think else for me? School, school's out. That's cool. Then that concludes this uh, episode on creativity. Uh, if you enjoyed this debate, stay tuned for more. And we'll see you later. Yeah.